Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thanks for taking a moment to take a look at the book with us. We want to think about how we ought to be involved in trying to win Jewish people to Jesus Christ. In God's Word, there is a command, but there's a contradiction as well, and we should have a compassion. Looking at the covenants that God has made to the Jewish people will help us to understand his program for these dear people in the end times, which will, of course, uh, be accompanied by the conflict. Now, actually, I've just talked through the five parts on my brand new series entitled To the Jew First. I want you to listen to the second installment of our study, To the Jew First, and as you do, think about the possibility of trying to get this entire series, it's a five-part series entitled To the Jew First, for you to have for your own personal study as you prepare. Let's take a moment, we'll listen to it, and then I'll tell you how you can get your own personal copy. Two out of every three Jews are going to be killed during this terrible time of extermination. Two of every three Jews today on the earth. There are approximately somewhere between 12 million and 13 and a half million Jews. I don't know what the latest number is on the census, but it's some in that area. But just for a point of illustration, let's say it's 12 million Jews. Do you understand what that's saying? Two out of every three Jews will be killed. That will be 8 million Jews killed. Today, earlier, we were talking with Dr. Ruby, and he was talking about the Holocaust Museum. And we were talking about the children's portion of the Holocaust Museum where they commemorate the one and a half million Jewish children that were killed. The only thing they were guilty of, that they were Jewish. They were killed. You go into this very quiet, except for the music that's playing in the background and the pronouncing of the names of those children killed. There are five candles in this room. But they have arranged mirrors in this room so you see a, a million and five hundred thousand little specks of light. From five candles, a million and a half specks of light because of the mirrors that are set up there. To commemorate the death of a million and a half children during the terrible time of the Holocaust. Six million Jews killed altogether. But wait a minute. That wasn't the worst Holocaust. I told the doctor when I was talking to him the greatest experience I've ever had is to stand in Jerusalem when the alarm sounds on Holocaust Memorial Day and for two minutes the nation stops. I mean, can you imagine that? The entire nation stops for two minutes while the alarm is being sounded across the nation. We all stand to attention in honor of those six millions that lost their lives in the Holocaust. But that's nothing. That's not the worst Holocaust. The worst Holocaust is to yet take place. It's during that seven years of tribulation. Two out of every three. Oh, one-third will come to know Jesus. What did he say? Oh, they shall say, you are our God. And I will say, you are my people. That means salvation. You see, it's proving that it's a great time of evangelism. But it's a horrible time of extermination yet to come. Now, wait a minute. If two out of every three Jews are killed, what about your Jewish friends? What about the 1.9 million Jews in New York City? You know what that is? That's 12, I mean, excuse me, a million 200,000 Jews in New York City are going to be killed. 
That's two out of every three. How many Jews there in Phoenix? 60,000. That means 40,000 in Phoenix will be killed. Huh. 5.3 million Jews in Israel. Well, that means three and a half million are going to be killed. Oh, now maybe, maybe with this biblical knowledge, we can understand why there's a priority. Oh, not only the Jew, not instead of reaching Gentiles are we to have a mission project or purpose in our church, but as a priority, at least getting the information to the Jew first. I was so honored when Pastor Cartwright asked me to go meet with his, his heart doctor, Dr. Ruby. Please pray for him. I didn't lead him to the Lord this afternoon. I had a great privilege, though, give him the gospel. He asked me questions. Like any rabbi, I taught for an hour and a half without stopping. You know? <laughs> I mean, just ask one question, I can go forever. Don't worry about it. I think he felt at home because he, he thought I looked like a rabbi and was teaching like a rabbi. But in the course of that, I told him how you got to trust in Jesus Christ, his death, his burial, and his resurrection. I gave him the gospel. The gospel is the power of God and the salvation of everyone to believe in the Jew first. And I gave him the gospel today. And then before we left, I said, listen, in light of all the prophecy that I've been explaining to you that is happening today, wouldn't you think it would be wise to consider the claims of a Jewish man that, and all the rest of us were Christians in there, a Jewish man that each one of us love? His name is Jesus. Would you not want to consider what his claims are, that he was the Messiah? I gave, you know what? I don't know if he'll ever get saved. I, and that's not my responsibility. You see, if I could save him, I'd have gone in and go, Zap, you're saved, man. We'd have been gone. Go out to eat before the service. That's not what I do. I give the message out. I give the message out. The Holy Spirit of God works on his heart and his life to bring him into the body of Christ. It's his responsibility. One day, Toy's pastor and my dear precious friend, Minnow Kalisher, who pastors our church now, I was a little depressed down in the dumps, and I said, Minnow, Man, I'm going to my Jewish neighbors. I'm going to these Jews. I'm trying to witness to them. They're laughing at me. They're making fun of me. They're throwing my tracks back at me. Uh, they're throwing, you know, curse words. I, what do I do? I'm so tired. What, what do you? Men will look at him and say, Jimmy, you know, I was the teacher and he was the student. But sometimes the students get wiser than the teacher. I love that. <laughs> and he said, Jimmy, don't worry about results. Worry about the command. To go. Give the gospel. They're never going to forget what you said. It'll be in their mind forever. And the Holy Spirit of God can use that later. That's why I've been going. That's why a lady came up to me who was here last night. She said, I live all around Jews, and I've been praying for several weeks about the Jewish people that need to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, but I don't know how to do it. I said, Don't know how to do it. Tell me when you got saved, lady. And she told me her salvation experience. I said, all you have to do is go tell a Jew you love them. And tell them you want to share about a Jewish friend of yours. 
and give them your testimony. There's no miraculous way to lead a Jew to Jesus Christ. You just go give them the gospel. The gospel, of, is that right? The gospel is the power of God to everyone that believes in the Jew first and also the Greek. You've got to give them the gospel. But I don't want to talk about Jesus to a Jew. Well, what are you going to talk about then, Muhammad? How are you going to lead him to Jesus if you don't talk about Jesus? You can't call him Ralph and try to get him to the Lord. You've got to talk about Jesus. You know what our church does? We have a website. You know what the name of the website, the address of the website? Yeshua.com. Now, Yeshua is the Hebrew word for Jesus. I mean, we're in their face. And you know what we do? We put posters on our uh, vans that we use to pick up people. We drive down to the busiest intersection in Jerusalem. Posters all over. Check us out at Yeshua.com, man. We want, them to, they want them to go there. We have a way. We put posters up. <laughs> in Israel, their, billboard, uh, their billboards, you know, it's not just one big picture of one thing. They take little... Uh, posters and put a thousand of them on a billboard and so we started doing that and we figured out you know what would happen the orthodox Jews we'd go up to this place we'd put the posters all over this billboard bunch of them up there and just a few minutes the orthodox after we left because one day we drove away and we looked at what they come and rip them off and so what we decided to do we just took some lousy old paper and we uh, made up these posters we drove up to the billboard. We plastered the billboard with these posters. We drove a block and a half away, looked around the corner, and when they ripped them off, we drove back up with the stronger posters and with glue that was super glue, baby, and we put them up there, and they can't rip them off now. It was just get a gospel out. Talk about Jesus. That's how you win Jews to Jesus Christ. Why do we need to do it? Because there's coming a time not very far away when two out of every three will be killed. You know, you may not need to lead them to the Lord today. I, I, I could probably count on my hands the ones I've, Jews I've led to the Lord. Oh, our church has brought many others, and so it's been a ministry. And, of course, I started the church, and so there plays a part. But me individually, I've given the gospel out. I've given tracts out. I've given the testimony like I did today to so many different Jews, to leaders of Israel. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying God's opened doors to do it. And they've not trusted Christ. Not my responsibility. I'm praying for them. I'm hoping they'll get saved. I did everything I could to lead them to the Lord. i got to give the gospel to the Jew first as a priority. And this church is a priority to the Jew first. Praise God for what you've focused on these days to the rest of the world as well. But the urgency is that we're quickly approaching this time. When two out of three are going to be killed. I've I got to get the message in there. We go over to Petra. Petra is the place that God is going to protect the Jews for the last three and a half years. Remember I said when Satan is thrown out of the heavenlies, he comes to the earth. He intensifies his persecution on the Jewish people. He's thrown out at the midway point. In the last three and a half years, he goes to try to wipe out every Jew. I'm going to tell you in just a moment why he does that. He goes to wipe out every Jew. God's going to protect them in a place called Petra. You know what? I take on trips to Israel. I take my people over to Petra. You know what we do? We take New Testaments. And we go in the New Testament and we mark up every place that would lead a Jew to Jesus Christ in yellow. And then we wrap that in a plastic bag that can be protected. We go into Petra and we hide it in the crest of the rocks 
so that someday when they're over there being protected from Satan who's trying to kill them, they walk in, oh, well, look, here's a book somebody left. I bet it's good to read. They take it out and they read the gospel and maybe come to know Christ as Lord and Savior. Four million of them going to come to know Christ in this great evangelism time. Thank you very much for joining us as we have taken a look at the book. And, of course, the issue this time to the Jew first. We have a responsibility. It's commanding God's Word. Now, there's some contradiction that's also in God's Word, and it tells us we must have a compassion for the Jewish people. The covenants of God guarantee He has committed to them, the Jewish people, an opportunity to receive the Messiah, Jesus Christ. Leading up to that great time of evangelism among the Jewish people will be the conflict. And basically, I've just talked you through this entire series. If you would like to have your copy of To the Jew First, which explains the whys and hows of sharing the gospel of Jesus, the Jewish Messiah, with God's chosen people, then I would suggest call our toll-free number. It's 877-674-3298. 877-674-3298. It's a toll-free number from across America. Or you can go to our website, prophecytoday.com, go to the shopping mall, and be able to then order your copy of To the Jew First. It helps you to understand how to communicate the Jewish Messiah to the Jewish people. By the way, the fact is that This is all evidence of the soon coming of Jesus Christ, which is preceded every activity of end times prophecy is initiated after the rapture of the church. Now, the rapture could happen at any moment. In fact, let me just say this. It could happen before I complete this sentence, but if it doesn't, let's keep looking up until.